0: I get it. We're all busy, which is why I'm sending out short, simple, but powerful tips via text to help you elevate your speaking business. Text me the word speaker to 704-228-9495 to get on this free list. That's the word speaker to 704-228-9495. Are you a meeting planner or hosting your own event and you're looking for incredible women speakers? We've got you covered. Head to micdropworkshop.com roster to find your next keynote speaker from our roster of vetted inspirational women. That's micdropworkshop.com roster. What's up everybody, it is Jess Ekstrom and welcome to Business on the Bright Side, the podcast where you can learn how to make a living and make a difference at the same time. Life is short and so is my attention span, so let's get started. Okay, so how do you get your book on shelves? This is totally a pinch-me moment when you walk into a store, whether it's a local bookstore or Target or Barnes & Noble, and you see your living, breathing book on shelves, and maybe next to some of your favorite authors. I know when I walked into Barnes & Noble and saw my book beside, you know, Glennon Doyle and Marie Forleo, it was such a cool moment for me. And so I want to share some tips and secrets on how you can do the same thing. But first, I want to just step back for a second. I want you to ask yourself, why do you want to write a book? Now, I know that this seems maybe that this won't help you get your book on shelves, but I promise that it will. Just keep listening. So why do you want to write a book? And not just a book, but this book. So let me break this down into three smaller questions because it might seem daunting to be like, why do I want to write this book? So first, why you? why are you the one to write this? Now, this isn't supposed to be a question that's supposed to march you down this like imposter syndrome path. I want you to think about why you are the person that should be writing this book based on your life experiences, based on what you know, based on what you're passionate about. Why are you the author of this book? Then that second question is, why this topic? Why this transformation? Why this category? Why does this topic matter to you? And then that third part of this question is why now? This is the big one. Why now is something that you can pitch to agents, to publishers, to stores as to why people need to read this book in this current climate. Stores want to carry books that also have a relevancy to them. They want to carry things that people need in that moment. So why you? Why this? And why now? These three questions are going to help you get really clear on what it is you have to offer, why it can be packaged in a book, and how it can help people right now in this moment. And then you can take all that and start working on a book proposal. So, a book proposal is basically like a business plan for your book. And this is typically made to get a publishing deal, but it can also be really helpful just as a roadmap, even if you self publish. But I will say that getting a publishing deal is one of the best ways to get your book on shelves in stores. So, I had nothing to do with getting chasing the bright side in Barnes and Noble and Walmart or, you know, I think we were also in like Altered State and some other stores. It was the HarperCollins sales team that got that book into stores. It's really hard to get a self published book in stores. I know that there are some, I think some hybrid publishing, um, hybrid publishing companies out there where you can actually pay for that shelf space, but you don't want to do that. And so one of the best ways to get your book in stores is by actually getting a traditional publishing deal, which I talk more about in my Book Pop Workshop webinar. So head to businessonthebrightside.com and you can check that out and sign up for a spot. But I'll go over what a publishing deal is, how it works, and how it helps you get your book in stores. So a publishing deal starts with a book proposal. So I want you to think of a book proposal As basically like a a business plan for your book idea, you're giving a literary agent and a publisher a taste of what this book could be like, which actually means that you're not going to write the full book in order to get a traditional publishing deal. You're going to write a proposal. So, a proposal includes anything from you know, an overview of the book, answering the questions that I asked you earlier in this podcast, why you, why this, why now, Um, who your target market might be, like what, um, what comparative titles are out there that you can uh, draw similarities and differences to, to your book, chapter outlines, um, who you are as an author, marketing ideas, things like that. And then also you'll include two to three sample chapters so they can get a taste of your writing style. So the better your proposal is, the more likely you'll get a book deal. And so instead of thinking of just writing the book right now, write a proposal because a proposal helps you get really clear on your book idea, who it's for, mapping it out. And then you can use that proposal to start pitching to literary agents. So now a literary agent is someone that is going to represent you, your book idea, and pitch it to publishers. So you yourself are not going to be actually pitching your book to different publishers. A literary agent will do that. And how this model works is that they will represent you. And then if they pitch it to a publisher that acquires it, then that literary agent will get anywhere from like 15 to 20% of what your advance is. So your literary agent should believe in you, believe in your book idea and want to represent and and also be someone that that you could like go on a long car ride with. Because if your literary agent is someone that is going to be with you for the long haul of your writing career, even just one book feels like a long haul, then you want it to be someone who sees you, sees your message and what you're trying to create, but also that you just jive with. So I had a lot of of meetings with literary agents, a lot of who rejected me, but it wasn't until I met the literary agent that I now use today, Karen, who represented Chasing the Bright Side, that I was like, oh, This is what it's supposed to feel like. She actually had the idea for Chasing the Bright Side before I even did. Like that's how much she saw kind of through me and what I was trying to create. Um, If your literary agent tries to say like, oh, but you can pay me a retainer and then I'll I'll pitch you to all these different publishers, definitely don't do it your literary agent should only win when you win by getting a percentage of the advance that a publisher pays you to write the book. So when a publisher like HarperCollins or Penguin or whatever it might be acquires your book title, you then get what's paid, what's called an advance. So an advance um, is usually broken into different phases depending on what who your publisher is. You might get um a percentage upon signing a percentage when your manuscript is turned in and then a percentage on the publishing date and this is basically what they're going to pay you to write the book and then once your publisher recoups that advance through book sales then you get what's called royalties per book sold so it's a little bit different of a financial model than self-publishing because self-publishing you're up, you're putting a lot of the cost up front But then you're getting a higher percentage of money per book sold, but you're not getting an advance to write it. So there's different ways that you can get your book out there depending on what you want the financial model to be. And if you are in it for the long haul and want to put a little extra juice in to get that publishing deal, in my opinion, having done both self-published and traditionally published, I think it's it's worth the wait and it's worth a little (laughs) blood, sweat, and tears to get one. Have you ever thought about starting a podcast to build your brand and get speaking reps? But then you realize, actually, wait, that sounds like a lot of work. For Amplify, we use Earfluence, a full service audio and video podcast production company. While anyone can and should start a podcast, I recommend you stay in your zone of genius and leave the podcast production to the experts. You can schedule a free consult today by visiting EarFluence.com slash Amplify. That's EarFluence.com slash Amplify. One of the most common questions I get is how to speak with confidence, whether you're giving a TED Talk, leading a meeting at work, or even just speaking up at your kid's PTA meeting. So you're in luck. I created a short ebook with all of my favorite speaking hacks and it is absolutely free. Go to micdropworkshop.com slash ebook. That's MicdropWorkshop.com slash ebook. So getting a publishing deal also means that they are going to give this book your title to their sales team, who is then going to go pitch it to different stores to get on shelves. So you want to make sure that you have that really clear sales pitch for your book so that the sales team for whatever your publisher is, can easily sell it. And so for me, you know, I actually spoke at the HarperCollins sales conference and was able to, to try to articulate what their sales pitch should be to get chasing the bright side in stores. So a lot of the sales pitch that I gave them was a lot of business books and things out there are telling you everything that you don't know. But what if you already do know a lot of the things and you just need to have a little bit extra belief in yourself and optimism about the future in order to go do it. And so giving them that clear, concise messaging, not just for them, but also for yourself is really great in getting your books on shelves. So If you don't get a publishing deal, or even if you do, there are still ways that you can get your books on shelves in bookstores. So I still do this all the time. I walk into local bookstores. I ask them to carry Chasing the Bright Side if they're not already. And then if it's local, I tell them that I'll come back and do a reading or a signing or post about it on Instagram. And I mean, 100% of the time, they've been more than happy to do that because a local author popped in and, you know, said that they would come back and, and sign their books or do a reading about it. And so local bookstores, I think, are just this incredible way to get your book out there. You're supporting local businesses. You're connecting with your community. And they're always looking for ways to bring foot traffic into the store. So having authors come by as guests is a really great way for them to do that and for them to also buy your book. Another thing that you can pitch to them is carrying your book on consignment, which means that... They won't buy your book up front. They'll carry, you know, five to 10 copies, whatever it is, and then pay you for what sells. And so if you're carrying a lot of the inventory of your book, let's say you bought a lot of copies, whatever it might be, you can also give it to them risk-free and have them pay you monthly for like what sells or once you sell five copies and you cut me a check or whatever you want that to look like. So just walking into local bookstores, even local gift shops that that also maybe carry books is a great way for it to get you to get your book on shelves. Lastly, don't underestimate local libraries. Holy cow. I will be honest, I was not even thinking about libraries when I was getting my book, Chasing the Bright Side, onto shelves and getting it out there. But then I started getting um, Instagram pictures. People are like, oh, my hold at the library finally got here. You know, I finally get to read this book. And I was like, wow, you know, how many libraries are carrying this book? And at that point, it was like 600 libraries in the United States were carrying Chasing the Bright Side. And they can carry physical copies and audio copies, which I think is so cool that libraries are doing that now. I know I have my Libby app on my phone where I can reserve ebooks and audiobooks and things like that through my local library. So one of the things that I realized, because I was like, oh, man, a lot of people are using the library to read Chasing the Bright Side is that you can actually request libraries to carry your book or really carry any book. So call your local library, or sometimes when you go onto their website, they have a form where you can submit a request for a book and ask them to carry your book. You can also do the same thing that I suggested with bookstores. Ask them if they want to do a reading or a signing at the library. Again, they're always trying to host community events, get people on the door so offer up your your reading and your services or better yet in addition to that tell your people on social media or tell your friends and family to call their local library and request their book so i did that once i realized that libraries were a big part of the spread of chasing the bright side i put on social media i sent out an email i was like hey everyone like call your local library or go to the website, fill out that form, see if they'll request it. And now Chasing the Bright Side is in over a thousand libraries across the country. And it still warms my heart when I see someone that's like, I'm overdue on my library because I can't put this book down. I don't want to return it. And um, it's just such a cool feeling. Okay. So to recap how to get your book on shelves. First, I want to ask yourself the three whys, why you, why this, why now? The second thing I want you to do is write your proposal so then you can get a literary agent and potentially get a book deal. If this seems really exciting but also super scary to you, definitely head to the show notes on this episode on businessonthebrightside.com. The third way to get your book on shelves is walk into local bookstores and just pitch it. And the fourth way is calling your local library or empowering your community to call their local library and get your book on shelves. So I will leave you with this. Only write a book if you wanna leave your readers better after having read it. And next week on Business on the Bright Side, we talked about is your book idea a book or a blog post? So tune in every Monday, you and me, let's do this. Thanks for listening to Business on the Bright Side with Jess Ekstrom. I love to send out the episodes every Monday with a quick text and a quote from me. So text me the word podcast to 704-228-9495. That's 704-228-9495. And if you want to see what the show notes are from this episode, head to businessonthebrightside.com, hit subscribe here, write a review, and I'll see you on Monday.